Welcome to Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 001-10538 Overture. Overture started out on July 12, 1970 as a song for The Move. It was intended to be the B-side for California Man, or Tonight, or Chinatown. Over the next 11 months, Jeff Lynne and Roy Wood tinkered with it. After Roy overdubbed a cello 15 times, they thought this should be the first song for their Electric Light Orchestra side project. In the December 1976 issue of Trouser Press, Bev Bevan explained where the song came from. The original idea was taken from a neighbor that Jeff's parents had. He was a bit lacking in the brains department. He was a really weird guy. He thought that he could fly. You'd hear crashes from next door. He'd taken off from the ceiling or something. He used to walk around the streets with this weird dome cap and a propeller on his head. He used to have letters and numbers written across his forehead, and Jeff got the idea from that. It flowed nicely. On November 2nd, 2015, Jeff Lynn said, I wrote it kind of about a nutcase, and he had a number on him, and he was running about the place doing crazy things, and he ended up falling off of a cliff. So it wasn't a happy song. The song got its title from a piece of equipment in the studio. Jeff Lynn saw that it had the number 1053 on it. Roy Wood said, stick an 8 on the end of that, and it'll fit musically in with the song. 10538 Overture was used in the 1971 movie Freedom City, and on TV it was in Series 2, Episode 5 of Life on Mars in 2007. In 2014, Beautyrest Black used the song to sell mattresses. The song was sampled in 1995 by Paul Weller for his song The Changing Man, and in 2004, DJ Nell Assassin featuring Sagas and Sam the Kid used it in Oh Ideal. In the liner notes for the 20-06 No Answer remaster, Roy Wood wrote, 10538 Overture was an idea that Jeff brought along to the studio which was originally to be a move track. After recording the basic backing track, the other guys went home, leaving Jeff and myself to run riot with the overdubs. At the time, I was very keen on collecting instruments and had just acquired a cheap Chinese cello. After we had finished overdubbing the guitars, I sat in the control room trying out this cello and sort of messing around with Jimi Hendrix-type riffs. Jeff said, that sounds great. Why don't we throw it on the track? I ended up recording around 15 of these. And as the instrumentation built up, it was beginning to sound like some monster heavy metal orchestra. In fact, 
It sounded just bloody marvelous. It sounded like a mess. That's me talking, not Roy Wood. This is the discussion part of the show. I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And I am Eric Winsensen. And I thought 105.38 Overture sounded like a mess. Sort of sounded like Roy Wood's production style of just pushing everything up. And with 15 cellos, I, I, I don't think you need 15 cellos for a song. I think you need closer to 16 or 17 is where you reach cello equilibrium. <laughs> sure, we need more more crunchy going on with the song, yeah. The problem is, it's not the number of cellos, it's the fact that I think he knew how to play the cello about as much as I know how to play the flute, which is the rudimentary idea of it. Yeah. You can make notes, mm-hmm. but those notes don't exactly match up with everything else. Yeah, yeah. Um, clearly, this is a first attempt, I think, at everybody for an electric light orchestra. I first heard this song probably December 31st or 30th, 1983. I had some Christmas money, so I went out and bought Ole ELO. I was 14. As far as I knew from ELO, it was uh, just the radio hits and the albums from A New World Record to Secret Messages, except for Out of the Blue. I hadn't heard it yet. So I was used to the very pleasing sound, nicely produced ELO. And when I heard 10538 Overture, I thought, oh, I'm in for some rough times when I buy these early albums. Yeah, it's, it's the cellos. Jeff's voice, he clearly sounds very young. Uh, it's sort of a much higher tone screeching than the smooth voice that I'm used to, even on his rockers. I kind of agree with that. However, I think his vocals are one of the highlights of it, and especially trading vocals with Roy Wood. The song itself, I really like. It's just that... It's very rudimentary when trying to add the classical part to it. It's very obvious, especially with the remaster, that it was all overdubs because it doesn't sound like playing in the... It, a lot of electric light orchestra, it sounds like everything was recorded and mixed rather well and enough to where even if they aren't all in the same room, you get the illusion of it. This is a move song as it was intended, with a cello over it. Yeah, I don't hate the song. I like-ish like it. When Jeff did that Electric Light Orchestra remake album a couple years ago, and when I saw that 105.38 Overture was going to be on it, I was excited. Because with 45 years of production skills, and how he knows how to use an orchestra and all that stuff now, I was hoping for a 105.38 Overture that's I would have liked to have heard, not just a bunch of grinding cellos over the music. And it sounded pretty much the same, but kind of lifeless. Well, I think one of the good things about it, though, is that it manages to actually have a hook and have a memorable melody without actually using the verse-chorus-verse-chorus type of normal songwriting, which I know is also left over from the move. They had become more traditional 
rock and roll by the time this was made, but their roots were still grounded in the psychedelic move, in the British psychedelic movement, I should say. And this very much sounds like it, including the same type of production values. It's very early 70s, very low budget production value, so it is amazing that they got what they did out of it. Yes. But it's still, I think, when he got everybody else together that actually knew how to play, it worked a lot better. Uh, you can hear that, especially w- with a lot of the songs they did on the second album, once they knew a little bit more about what they were... What Well, at least Len knew what he wanted to do at that point. Yeah, this is not my favorite album. I did like Electric Light Orchestra 2 better than I liked Electric Light Orchestra, no answer, depending on what you want to call the album. You got anything else for it? Uh, not really. It's a good introduction song, but I think we're both in agreement for production-wise and sound-wise that it could have been a lot better. And it does have some life in it in this version, but mm-hmm. yeah, I have not heard the remakes, but you'll, usually when artists do those remakes, they really drain it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would have to say... Um the remake Jeff did. It's like a Xerox of a Xerox. It's just not as good as the original. I like it, but it's, it's, I don't think there's ever been a time in my life when I've thought, sweet Jeebus, I gotta hear 10538 Overture. My fiance liked it though. Was it a hit or was it? 10538 Overture was the first and only single from the debut album Electric Light Orchestra. It was also the band's first single. It reached number nine on the British pop charts. Uh, B-side is First Movement, and even though it did not chart in the United States, it also charted in the Netherlands, reaching number 24. 10538 Overture was covered by the likes of the Jack Livingston Orchestra and Singers in 1979, the Cadets in 1981, Pat Gut's Circle in 1987, Sphere Laza in 2000, Geese Fighters also in 2000, Bobby Sutliff and Mitch Easter in 2001, P. Hux 20-05, The Def Leopard in 20-06, a techno version was done by Gothic Toys in 2010. And there's an acapella version on YouTube by The Water Boys. You can find links to a few of these remakes on the Face the Music and Electric Light Orchestra Song by Song podcast Facebook page. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? For ELO's music to survive, it must rely on grabbing a fan base of children who will continue to listen for the next 80 to 100 years. And there's no better representative of the future of humanity than my six-year-old stepdaughter, Madeline. So what does she think of 10538 Overture? I hated the song! Hey, she hated it! Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. Contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group. You can financially support the podcast by going to podomatic.com slash podcasts slash lntcs and click on the PayPal button. 
next week, episode 002. Look at me now. <laughs>